What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Fitness Podcast. My name is Rashid Terry, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for all the listeners and the support over the past, man, over the past year. And um, I'm just so thankful that, that God has allowed me to share his word and that you choose to hear what God has to say. Glory to God. Now, spiritual fitness focuses on training our mind, body, and souls to submit to the spirit of the living God. And it encompasses spiritual methods given from biblical texts, as well as devotionals to encourage, motivate, and challenge believers of Jesus Christ to walk in agreement with the word of God. Glory to God. Now, what I want everyone who's listening to this podcast to know whoever is listening at any given time when they listen to this i want you to know or leave this episode knowing without a shadow of a doubt whether you're saved or unsaved glory to god and i also want you to know that the consequences of your status is based upon your decision whether you choose to go with God or to be separated from God for eternity. So before we move forward, yes, there is a hell. Hades or Sheol, whatever you want to call it, right? And then after the judgment, those people who are in that place suffer a second death to be tossed in a lake of fire. And that's the eternal separation from God that we're speaking of a torment, of, of, of condemnation, of torture. It's just, that's eternity. And God is nowhere in that anymore. All right. You can't repent after you die and realize, wow, Jesus is real and he is Lord. Now, I'm not trying to scare you but rather reveal knowledge that God has given us access through the gospel of Jesus Christ. God said to the people of Israel, he said in Hosea chapter four, verse six, my people perish due to lack of knowledge. But his word also says in Proverbs chapter one, verse 23, if you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. Glory to God. This that's a blessing. That's a blessing that God wants to reveal his nature to us. So off top, I want to say to you. It's not God's wish that any should perish but that all come to repentance. As it says in 1 Peter 3 and 9. In other words, God wants all people to come to a change of mind from errors and misdeeds and be determined to enter upon a better course of life, which is life under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Now, when someone lords over you, you become a citizen of that kingdom. 
The Lord has its citizens' best interests at heart. They take care of you. They educate you. They counsel you. They protect you. They provide for you. They set up economical structure for you to thrive. And they set you apart, glory to God, from other things that may hinder or tarnish their kingdom. In kingdoms, if the king is corrupt, then the kingdom is corrupt as well. But if the king is honorable, truthful, and kind, then the kingdom will be also. Jesus being Lord wants you to be in his honorable, truthful, and kind kingdom that created life, preserves life, and redeems life. And it is soon to come. Glory to God. Jesus is coming soon. Now, many may believe you become a citizen of the kingdom of God in many different ways. I'm not going to list all of them, but some think they can they can do enough works to earn access. Some think they can live a quote unquote good life to gain access. There are many I have spoken to that believe because they were baptized in water, they have had their sins forgiven and now they have access to the kingdom of God. Now, I'm not here to disappoint you, <laughs> but I would like to share the word of God pertaining this so that you can know from the source of life and redemption how to gain access to the kingdom of God. I've heard people say my grandmother used to take me to church and I was baptized. Meaning baptized in water. Many say, oh, I was baptized as a baby, but they don't even remember this moment. So to be clear. Your works or your family works do not get you access to the kingdom of God. Faith in Jesus Christ and his transforming power gains you access. There must be a transformation and a willingness to transform. Check this out. Your willingness and your faith are intermingled. Yeah, your will and your faith are intermingled. According to the Bible, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You have to be willing to exercise faith in the unseen and hope for what faith in Christ produces. Glory to God. Now, I want to tell you what baptism is real quick. Baptism is the transformation of something to something else, never to be the same again. So the question, can I can water wash away my sins comes to mind right now. So baptism is the transformation of something to something else, never to be the same again, which means old things pass away and become new. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Glory to God. 
God isn't talking about some metaphorical change. You know what I'm saying? Like, like things like I stopped drinking for a few months or. Oh, I stopped doing a lot of things, but you're holding on to your most sinful pleasures. You see, God is talking about a, a tangible change. Glory to God that starts from the inside and then manifests itself outwardly. Glory. Not the other way around. So again, God is talking about a tangible change that starts from the inside and manifests itself outwardly. And it's not the other way around. It's never been the other way around. The Bible speaks of three baptisms of water, fire and death. So real quick, water baptism, which was done by John the Baptist for the repentance of sins. I want to show you how how different this was. So. Baptism by water for the repentance of sins was for the Jews, the people of Israel, because God knew they needed signs, miracles and wonders to believe in Jesus and to authenticate authenticate the word. The prophet spoke to them. So if you go all the way back, Old Testament, all the way back, all the way back. In Exodus four, Moses knew they would believe God, knew they wouldn't believe God sent him. So God gave him three signs to show that he was sent by God. One sign was for for Moses to throw his rod to the ground and it would turn into a serpent. And then when he grabs the serpent, it will turn back to a rod. But if they didn't believe that. Moses was to put his hand inside his cloak. And when he pulls it out, it would be leprous. And then he would put it back in his cloak and pull it out and it'll be back normal again. But if they didn't believe that sign, the third one was he would turn the Nile River to blood. And then change it back. Glory to God. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22, for Jews demand signs and Greeks wisdom. The Greeks seek wisdom. The Greeks in this in this case represent us, the Gentiles. It's not just a figurative speech. It's just that's who they were talking about at that time. But, yeah, we seek wisdom. We don't seek those signs. And maybe some of us do. But God knows how to reach each and every one of us. But that's what that water baptism represented. Now, Jesus said, have you believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. That was in John chapter 20, verse 29. So the outward expression is not needed for you and me. Although God can do it if he chooses. He could do a miracle for you and, and then you like, oh, my God, that's that's God. Or, man, I need to repent. Or, wow, I, God did this thing and, and man, I really believe the word. I believe Jesus is Lord. But God could do that if he chooses. 
And I pray that he does if it will save your soul and the souls of your family. But water baptism does not transform you to be completely changed permanently. It's an outward expression. Another baptism is by fire. Now, this is done on the day of judgment when we are tried by fire and purified or refined. Matthew chapter three, verse 10 through 11. John the Baptist said, even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me, talking about Jesus, is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. First Corinthians chapter three, verse 13 says each one's work will become manifest for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. Glory to God. You see, Jesus, who sees all and is examining his church, meaning those who believe the gospel and have given their life over to God to be their Lord and master is going to examine us by fire on the day of judgment. Revelation chapter two, verse 18 says, Jesus, Jesus told apostle John this. He said, he said, write these words, the words of the son of God. This is authenticating that Jesus is speaking to us. Who has eyes like a flame of fire and whose feet are burnished bronze. So again, that's that's his description. That's his description. He has eyes like a flame of fire because he sees all that we're doing. And when he judges us, he's going to he's going to see it. He's going to judge us by fire. So, again, I want to read to you first Corinthians chapter three, verse 13. Each one's work will become manifest for the day will disclose it. Because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. And then verses 14 through 15 read this. If the work that anyone is built on, the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. So glory to God. So when we go through or when we go before the judgment seat of Christ, we will be baptized by fire. And if you are born again, if you are born again, those things that do not pertain to life and truth will be burned away. And then lastly, baptism by death. This baptism is what you and I are to be baptized in right now. Remember, I said earlier, God desires a tangible change that starts from the inside and manifests itself outwardly. So we have to die to our desires, our lust, our pride, and our worldly wisdom. Woo, glory to God. I'm thankful for that. I don't need it if it's going if that's what separates me from God, I want to die to all those things. And you know what? I got to die to it 
daily. I have to make a choice every day that I don't want my desires, my lust, my pride and my worldly wisdom to trump God. Look, Romans chapter six, verse three says, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Glory to God. That transformation begins with a decision from you to want to be changed, to want to be forgiven for past transgressions, misdeeds, and even those things that you didn't know offended God or was evil towards God. Praise his name. You have to want this in your heart. By accepting Christ into your heart, you undergo the baptism of death into Christ. Just as he died, we were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father, we too might walk in newness of life. Glory to God. This is the baptism that washes our sins away. The baptism in Christ's death. Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father, we too might walk in newness of life. That transformation, that inward transformation that works itself outwardly. That's in Romans chapter six, verse four. Listen to this. It, this, this isn't rocket science. And again, I want everyone listening to know when they when I, I don't want you to be confused. I want you to know whether or not you're saved. Not because of what. What they think or what you think, but according to the word of God. I want you to understand that you make a choice of where you end up in God's eternal plan. He didn't create hell or a lake of fire for you. He made it for the devil and his demons. But if you let the devil fool you, you may end up rejecting God's plan for salvation. And by the time you realize it, it will be too late. I'm not going to extend um, the invitation today. <laughs> I know crazy, right? I, I, I know that it's important to, to extend that invitation, but I want you to search your heart. And if you are convicted in any way and want to be saved, the Bible says, but if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead on the third day, then you will be saved. The Bible says all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. The Bible says no one comes to the father except through Jesus. The Bible says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. I want to leave that decision with you today. 
And if you are convicted in any way, God will lead you into true repentance and the baptism into the death of Jesus Christ to be transformed from the inside going out. Glory to God. I thank y'all for listening today. I want to I want to end this with prayer today. So, um, Father in heaven, I, I thank you this this morning, Lord God. And I I pray, Father, that this word resonated in someone's heart. I pray, Father, that you have convicted the person who is listening to this, who may have thought they were saved, who may have thought that because of water baptism or may have thought that because of something they, have, they may have done has made them to be saved. But Father, I pray, God, that you convict them by your spirit. I pray, Father, that you reveal your son Jesus to them. I pray, Father, that you soften their hearts to hear your words. And I pray, Lord, that not only will they be saved, but their family members will be saved and born again. God, I pray for their health. I pray for their wealth. I pray for their well-being. I pray for their households. And I pray, God, that they lack nothing in their life, God, that you supply every need according to your riches and glory. And I pray that through all of this, Lord God, that they would know that you are real and that you sent your son to die for our sins on our behalf. And I pray, Lord, that when they do die, they will meet you in peace on the other side. In Jesus's mighty name, we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you guys for joining um, or listening to this podcast today. I'm so blessed that God was able to allow me to share this word with you. And I pray that it does well for you. And, um, you know, I'll, if you would like to support the spiritual fitness ministry, if you would like to partner with us in sharing the word of God, you may not know how to share Christ with someone you've been saved and you have been delivered from sin. You've your life has been transformed, but you don't know how to share. First off, I want you to make sure you read your Bible and I want you to get into a into your local church, a Bible teaching church. And I want you to learn of Jesus. I want you to learn what God has to say about your life and how he can show you how to share Christ with others. But if you're not sure, you can share this podcast. You can partner with me by sharing this podcast because the gospel is going forth. God wants this gospel to go to the ends of the earth. It's the most powerful message in the universe and it saves souls. So if you want to partner with us, share this podcast on your social media. Share this podcast with friends and family. Glory to God. And if you want to extend even more support, you can sow a seed of faith into the word of God and the work of the Lord in promoting the gospel of Christ by going to Cash App, dollar sign, Christ Partnership, and plant a seed. The Bible says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, Running over shall men give into your bosom. God honors the faithful giver. God honors the person who blesses the work of the Lord. So if it's, if it's laid on your heart to give today, I, I encourage you to support this ministry. And I want to thank you again for listening to Spiritual Fitness Podcast. I'll catch you guys next time. I love you with the love of the Lord. God bless.